playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's Radical Latino is taking you to another level. back my people to another episode welcome back to the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino what is going on my people how was y'all week my week again like always been crazy and shit like that i would this weekend i felt like i didn't have a day off i was just literally going everywhere doing what i gotta do you know what i'm saying i got a lot of interviews lined up that i already took care of i actually this is I'm recording this shit fresh. I actually had an interview with Andrew from the Andrew 26101 show. Go check that out. I did a, a live stream with him and go check that out. It's, it's, it's wonderful content. Hope you guys enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, I did that. And also I did a interview with Hercules. Uh, he's some dude that from Twitter. He also has his own YouTube channel. So me and him did an interview together or whatever. That's going to come out uh, next in a couple of days. Um, I want to give you guys a little rundown first. Uh, I want to give you guys somewhat of an update on on everything. You know what I'm saying? I want That's what I want to give you guys. I want to give you guys an update because we already know that the holiday season is coming you know what i'm saying and uh you know people are going to be you know busy and all that other crazy shit so i want to give you guys somewhat of a of a you know a little bit of a rundown so this episode i'm recording it fresh out this you know it's 12 o'clock at night so i'm recording this shit fresh out on a on a monday so it's going to come out today the next episode that I recorded with her, you know, I'm already editing everything, all that is going to come out on the 28th on Thanksgiving. There's a reason why it's very strategic. There's a reason why you guys see the, the title of that episode. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Why I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm dropping it on Thanksgiving. That means I'm not going to drop another one on a Monday again. I'm going to drop it on the 9th on a Monday on December 9th. You know, that's another Monday. So Monday is going to, the second is going to, I'm going to just chill. You know what I'm saying? But this is the thing. This is the thing. I've been recently doing some live streams, you know, some live streams here and there just to get, you know, more, give the people more content and stuff. And I've been seeing a lot of traction from the live streams and a lot of people are liking the live streams. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start doing the live streams every Saturday, every Saturday. So you guys, you know, who enjoy the podcast will get to see a live stream on my YouTube channel and you guys will get more content. You know, the two live streams that I did, everybody enjoyed it. Everybody loved it. That shit was, you know, that shit was fire. So I did one on Saturday, the 23rd. I did one on Wednesday on the 20th. Which, you know, I enjoyed myself. So I'm going to do another one on the 30th of the November and then every other Saturday after that. You know what I'm saying? Um, these things are going to be 
these live streams are going to be live streams and topics that I want to talk about, not on the podcast, because I don't want, I wouldn't think it will be good content. Um, and also on top of that, these are topics that I always want to discuss, but I needed a visual form and on my YouTube channel, I will make it like a little, uh, video essay type of thing, a little video PowerPoint, if you will. And this is a way for me to actually tell you guys to show you guys, you know, everything that I'm doing. Uh, you know, every, like show you what, what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? The last one I did was about colorism and I was showing how, you know, colorism affects black and Latin um, people as a whole and together, you know, this is what happens. And also it affects white people, but differently it affects white people in reverse. And I show the different, um, type of, um, chemicals and products that some white people use to darken their skin up. So, you know, if you guys want to get a little woke, you know, get your, uh, mandula oblongata broken, <laughs> go ahead and to my YouTube channel, the radical Latino and check me out. You know what I'm saying? I do a lot of things different than I, than I do for the podcast and all that. You know what I'm saying? And there's a reason why I'm naming this episode 10 ways Latin people can stay on code. There's a, there's a reason why I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it later on until I get to, into the podcast, into the episode later on. I'll discuss that later on, but a little update on the documentary. So for those who don't know, I'm doing a documentary on uh, Dominican and Haitian, uh, relationship. How did it get there? Why is it the way it is? How did it get messed up? And where is it now? You know what I'm saying? And ever since I announced that I was going to do this type of documentary, I had certain people come and try to say, well, are you going to talk about this? Well, are you going to talk about that? Listen, this documentary is, there's not going to be any bias whatsoever. There's not going to be no narrative, nothing. I'm making this documentary just so I could further understand a little bit more, but for also the people to understand what's going on because you know, Dominicans get this bad rap that they're racist. Yes. But the way I see, I don't see that Dominicans are racist. I see that Dominicans are very prejudiced amongst the Haitian people and yeah, they do perform and they do show that prejudice very differently and very different ways. You know what I'm saying? So, so far I got, um, it's, it's now 30% complete. You know what I'm saying? Um, mind you, I'm doing all of this on my own dime on my own accord. You know what I'm saying? So to me, there's no rush. You know what I'm saying? I I'm already working with a graphic designer to make the movie poster come out the way it's supposed to come out. So I'm already working with him on that. Um, I already got tons of footage. All I need is more interviews. That's all I need. Once I get more interviews done, 
man, I could just start editing the whole thing together. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I pretty much got everything down packed. You know, I got the movie title. I got everything down packed. The script is already registered and all that, you know, pretty much got everything down packed. You know, it, it is what it is. Another thing that happened this, uh, not this week, but last week, which I should have talked about was a whole big conflict between the ADOS and FBA. For those who don't know, ADOS means American Descendants of Slaves and FBA stands for Fundational, fun, Foundational Black Americans. So this whole riff and beef started where Tariq Nasheed started, you know, the, his conference with FBA and he started this whole little thing. I never, I was going to do a video, but since the last video I did about Tariq Nasheed got so much backlash and you know, so many thumbs down. I'm like, yo, it's even worth it. I'm not even going to go at the guy. I'm just, I'm going to just chill. It is what it is. And I feel like Tariq Nasheed kind of uh, alienated himself from his core base because he started going on this anti-immigration bullshit where I'm like, bro, are you serious? Why do all that? But you know, it's something I didn't even want to mention. So I'll just, I'm just mentioning it for the people who really care about it. So it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, this, uh, this show is going to be, it's not going to be that long. It's going to be short because, uh, you know, because there's not that many um, things that's happening in the news. But one thing I will mention, one thing I will mention that came across, I came across this article. Actually, it's kind of old. It's not that well known, believe it or not. It's not that well known. Do you guys know who Vanessa Trump is? Vanessa Trump is married to one of, one of Donald Trump's sons. I believe they, uh, they were together for a while or whatever the case is. And, uh, they broke up or whatever the case is, right? But something very interesting happened. Um, they, they, uh, reporters found out that she has connections to the, she used to date this guy that was part of the Latin Kings. Um, it's actually very interesting. Um, and I want to break this down. So here's a, the snippet. Here's a snippet of it. Mars paper. What you got? So we've discovered that Donald Trump Jr.'s estranged wife, Vanessa, has a secret past. Ooh. Before she ended up married to, you know, Donald Trump Jr., mm -hmm. um, she was dating a member of a notorious street gang called the Latin Kings. Oh, okay. We have, have an exclusive interview with, with uh, the, her former boyfriend, a guy called uh, Valentin Rivera, uh, in page six. Uh, and we, you know, it revealed she had this double life. During the week, she was going to this very fancy Upper East Side school, uh, and at the weekend, she was actually driving him to to gang meetings on the Lower East Side. Wow, wow! So that those are that's a double life for sure. I mean, how did their worlds cross? His dad was a super in a building uh, in the same school district that that she lived in. They went to school together. Mm -hmm. um, 
And Not the fancy Upper East Side school, like before when they were in fifth grade. Correct. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Making the, sure. The public okay. school on the, uh, on the Upper East Side. Okay. Uh, I just want to cut in real quick. Um, notice how the white lady goes, not the fancy uh, Lower East Sky School, right? It's the 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 other one, the the, the other one, not the one that you got to pay four uh, four hundred thousand dollars a year for, not that one, right? They this is this is very this was a backhanded compliment, um, a backhanded diss because the thing is, you, we have to understand how white supremacy works. No matter what a white person does, they always have to be protected by another, you know, white person. They have to be protected regardless. They could literally be eating people and they have to be like, well, let's look at their childhood. You know what I'm saying? So this is very strategic how she did that. Mind you, this is something, oh my God, ooh, a, a, a bad pass. Ooh, she's connected to gang members. They, this is very tongue in cheek. You know, but remember, with us, with us, they'll see that as, oh, shit, they already have a notorious past. But with her, with, with white folks, well, you know, they, she she just likes bad boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And notice how um, they, there was a black guy in this whole uh, a circle of, of conversation. And he's the one that said, how did the, uh, their worlds cross? You know what I mean? So... They already have their 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 coons out. You know what I'm saying, but but just just take a here's more of it. To school together, mm -hmm. um, not the fancy Upper East Side school like before when they were in fifth grade. Correct. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Making the, sure. The public okay. school on the uh, on the Upper East Side. Okay. Um, and so yeah, they met then. Uh, he he went away for a little while to a juvenile detention center. Um, and when they and they met up again a little later, mm -hmm. um, and they started dating. He went back to jail. Um, joined a gang while he was in jail the second time. Uh, when he came back, uh, they were still in touch, they were still dating the whole time he was in jail, and he came back a full-blown member of the Latin Kings. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. So did Vanessa stick with them after he was released from prison? Yep, yep, they, they dated for another uh, three years after that. Oh, wow. wow. So this is a big relationship. Serious relationship, yeah. Wow. What was it that made them finally come to an end? Well, that's maybe the weirdest part about the whole thing. He discovered by reading page six, actually, <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh, that she was dating, she was seeing Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh -huh. So he was jealous of the other man. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you ask him about that? Did he want to retaliate once he found out that Leo had stole his girlfriend? <laughs> I actually did ask him about that, and he kind of laughingly said, eh, I thought about it. <laughs> I think he actually did think about it. <laughs> yeah, he was a pretty violent dude. Yeah. Well, Ali, v Vanessa is now single. Do you think there's any chance that they'll rekindle their romance? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's still a good-looking guy, right? Absolutely, yeah, and a very nice guy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they're probably in different places uh, now, but, uh, but uh, who knows? Wow, you guys catch all of that shit? That's insane. Now, let's break some of the shit down. Um... Listen, white folks can literally date notorious killers, notorious people out here. They can literally date everybody in the world and they will not be ridiculed. They will not be looked at less than. They will not be, um, how can I say? They will not be uh, punished as such. You know, mind you, mind you, it has to be a collective um, upbringing from the white folks to actually get somebody to fuck up out of here. 
for example, if it was um, Jeffrey Epstein, everybody collectively will be like, even white folks included, nah, you bugging, get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to other white folks and gang members like the Latin Kings, the Bloods and all that, they just see that's tongue in cheek. That's just a phase. Don't worry about it. It'll just pass. That's just a phase. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Because look how they said, how did their worlds come um, crashing into each other? How did their worlds? It's because she's not supposed to associate with people like us. She's not supposed to associate with people lower than her. Mind you, to white supremacists, we're all gang members. To white supremacists, we're all uh, people that are are either ignorant and dumb and stupid and all that. You know what I'm saying? This is to white supremacists. We're all that. You know what I'm saying? So the thing uh, the thing about it is, is that watch how my man went to jail twice, came back as a Latin king, and she was amongst these people. Not once did she ever you know get arrested probably not once did she ever get exposed to anything because now she's living the lap of luxury so she has that way of i listen how this is how white people can do it listen i can mingle with the negroes for just a little bit that's just my past i can mingle with the negroes but that doesn't define me you know what i'm saying look at look at how that could happen look the white folks can literally go down to our, you know, neck of the woods, do whatever they want, whatever, do whatever they want. That would not affect their status. Look, look who she was married to. And she was dating, a, um, um, the dude from Titanic. Are you serious? Come on. If this isn't white supremacy, then I don't know what is, you know what I'm saying? This is something that we have to be real about there's something we have to call out that's a, that's amazing because i bet you 100 if it's one of us trying to run for poli uh, politics marrying somebody in the heights of of luxury or whatever they will dig up every little well one of your family members is a gamer oh you dated the blood and all this other bullshit and they will try to basically dog us down you know what I'm saying? They will try to dog us down. But when it comes to them, look how tongue in cheek is it. Ooh, she has a bad past. Ooh, she, you know what I'm saying? Look how tongue in cheek it is. Look how tongue in cheek it is. That's something that we really got to call out. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a double standard right there that we really have to call out and we really got to expose because that's not something that we should be all right with, you know, whenever we see white folks in our neighborhoods that don't belong there, we got our ears perk up and that's how it should be. You know what I'm saying? That's how it should be. Now, like I said, there's going to be a short show and I want to move in to the main topic, 10 ways Latin people can stay on code. Now, the reason why I'm doing this episode uh, cause I already did this episode already. I already did this episode, um, how to stay on code. I was reading, sorry, I'm burping a lot. God damn. I was reading, um, Nelly Fuller, Mr. Nelly Fuller's book. And he has a whole list of how to stay on code. 
but sometimes we have to come and refresh some of these episodes you know what i'm saying sometimes we gotta come and refresh these episodes on you know for for new audiences or sometimes because you know the game changes up every other you know every other every other you know year or whatever the case is you know what i'm saying so we gotta we gotta we gotta really like you know we gotta really uh sometimes we gotta change it up you know what i'm saying and update the people you know what i'm saying i got new listeners i got you know sometimes a lot of people won't go back to the archives and 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 look at it but the reason why i'm doing this is because for those who don't know i had a little scuffle with a certain person from youtube and me and this person went through a back and forth and she was very adamant very 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 adamant about how haitians were bad on um you know on certain certain things and i don't talk about how haitians do the dominican people and i have a narrative or whatever the case is the only narrative i've had i have is going against white supremacy that's the only narrative i've ever had i want to get that you know straight up and clear right now that's the only only narrative i've ever had why because white supremacy affects us all black and latin folks believe it or not it does that's the only narrative i've had anybody try to deviate from that narrative is somebody i don't need to talk to somebody i don't need to even spend any time with you know what i'm saying i shouldn't because nelly fuller says anybody who doesn't understand white supremacy everything that you know will further confuse you this person this certain youtuber was made a couple of videos about me apologizing and told me that why are we focusing on white supremacy so much why are we focusing on these certain things that doesn't happen happen in dominican republic and when in reality when you actually peel back the layers white supremacy is global and of course it affects dominican republic it affects everybody you know what i'm saying it affects everybody the fact that certain dominicans choose to practice certain white supremacist rhetoric or lifestyles that's that's proof right there you know i'm not saying that latin people are you know white supremacists a lot of people like to practice and be wannabe white supremacists like antonio batista antonio he's a wannabe baby white supremacist he's not a full-blown white supremacist because he's not in the position will he ever be in the position nor do latin people ever have the position to actually affect other people who are non-white it, it doesn't happen but people like that do practice forms that they were uh, they'll be allowed to practice certain forms of white supremacy if that's confusing for you guys very simple just hit me up on twitter and instagram so i could just let you guys know you know what i'm saying 
There's a reason why. So on my live stream, I told her we I'm a, I told her on the live stream and on the message. We as Latin people have to stay on code. Sorry again, guys. I'm, I know I got, I got a lot of gas. I just burped a little bit. My bad. Anyway, we have to stay on code. We have to stay on code. Now, what does that mean? Staying on code, mind you on my live stream. I explained it a little bit. I only gave three. I said being constructive in your own community, not victimizing other victims of white supremacy and not repeating slash using white supremacist ideology ideology on other victims of white supremacy. I added out of those three, I added seven more, which is 10. Why did uh, I, because it's just, I was mind you on those on that live stream that was off the top. That was one take off the top. And the reason why I could come up with the, uh, with that thing off the top is because that's something I actually live by every day. I live by that moniker every day. How am I having my Latin people? How am I representing Latin folks collectively? How am I staying on code? That's something we have to really dive deep into because when we're out here, just like in a relationship, your partner represents you just like in a job, you represent your job when you're outside of the job or inside of the job. If you have that uniform on or if they associate you with that job, you represent your job in the relationship. You represent your partner as a race or ethnicity. You represent that. Now I'm going to break down what each one means. Again, this is, is going to be linked in the description down below. You guys could look at all 10, look at all the way down, figure it out. But I'm going to go deep into it now. Number one, being constructive in your community. What does being constructive in your community mean? Being constructive means that everything that you do within you or your community or outside of your community needs to be constructive that represents you or your community. For example, you go outside and do business deals with white folks. Anything that you do, you got to think about how is this going to affect me and my community? Is this business still constructive to me? Mind, never mind about if it's um, personally beneficial for you, but how is this constructive? Everything that we have to think about is how is it going to be constructive to my community? Everything that I talk about on YouTube, everything that I do outside of YouTube, I always think about how is this going to be constructive to my community? Certain people out here don't think like that, who act buck wild, who just, you know, either kill, rape, steal. Those are people that are not constructed to their community and they do not represent their community. Let's keep that 100. 
they do not represent their community. Just for example, if you see a group, uh, uh, white people love saying this shit. Well, um, how can black people, you talk about being black all day and all this other stuff. Well, in Chicago, there was 14 murders in three minutes, you know, and white people like to use that as a talking point. But again, those people that they point out, obviously they're not constructive in their community. They're not being constructive. They're not representing the community correctly, but you also tell them this. Okay. Since you pointed out those people in Chicago, do, do those people in Chicago represent the whole black community? No. Why bring it up? That's it. Why bring it up? That's staying on code. That is staying on code. That is staying on code. Um, defending people, defending people from white supremacy. That's staying on code right there. All right. Number two, not victimizing other victims of white supremacy. Now who are victims of white supremacy? Anybody classified as non-white. Okay. Now who are classified as non-white? Now this gets tricky. White supremacy, they classify who is non-white and who is white literally every other day. They lump people who were never classified as white into the white moniker every 10 years. There's been a whole internal struggle with Latin people being lumped into the white banner here and there, here and there's oh, really up to the individual really to be honest is really up to the individual. But when I say not victimizing other victims of white supremacy, I mean, don't extort them. Don't act like a white supremacist towards them. Don't do nothing negative towards other victim of white supremacy. Now the most people who's been victimized are black and Latin people. We should not victimize as a lat as Latin people. We should not victimize other victims, which are black people who are other victims of white supremacy. Cause we're victims too of white supremacy. We shouldn't do that. We should stay on one code and one code only. Same thing, vice versa. Black people should not victimize other victims of white supremacy, which are Latin people. You know what I'm saying? That, that should be number. That's number two. Number three, not repeating slash using white supremacist ideology on other victims of white supremacy. For example, go back to your country. That shouldn't be something we should be saying. African booty scratcher. That's not something we should be saying. The N word with a strong ER. That's not something that should we, we should be saying in my country in DR Haitians shouldn't be coming. That's not something we should be saying. We are all victims of white supremacy and we should not be repeating their ideology on other victims of white supremacy. Because once we start doing that's not being constructive in our community and we're repeating number two, we're victimizing other victims of white supremacy by repeating 
and believing the white supremacist ideology. You see how all of that comes together? You see how all of that comes together? Number four, not throwing black and Latin people under the bus for white supremacy, for white supremacy, <laughs> hear me sound. Not throwing black people or Latin people under the bus for white supremacy slash personal gains. What does that mean? How many of you guys are in school or in at work where you have somebody in your same position who is black or Latin, but they are wow ass kissers and they love to snitch on either you or anybody else around them. They're throwing other people, other non-white people, other black and Latin people under the bus for personal gains. And while doing that, they're upholding the white supremacist structure. That's an old school thing that happened during the plantation. That shit's old. You know what I'm saying? That shit's old. Now, the thing is, this happens all over. It happens in the streets when you're snitching like six, nine and all that. It even happens in the home with, you know, with family members and siblings and stuff, you know, calling ACS on, on your, on your sister's kid or whatever, because you guys had a disagreement, you know what I'm saying? So stuff like that, that shit happens. We should not be throwing black and Latin people under the bus for white supremacy to get personal gains. We shouldn't be doing that. Number five, not siding with white supremacy to go against a Latin and black person. Let me give you an example. You will not find me not once siding with a white supremacist or a white person to go against another person that is black or Latin. You won't, you won't catch me doing that shit because if I do, that's not staying on code. That's something that people used to do back in slavery. That's not something we should be doing at all. We should not be doing that shit at all. We should not be siding with our oppressors to go against our brothers and sisters or cousins. You know what I'm saying? Black people are brothers, sisters, and cousins. So let's keep it real. We should go, not be siding with white supremacists to go up against our people. That's not something we should be doing. That's number five. Number six, cutting off negative people who aren't on code. Now, number six might be a little bit hard to do because some people who aren't on code are your family members. Thanksgiving, Christmas is coming up. New Year's is coming up. And all that negative bullshit is going to be all up around y'all. Oh, pero mija, why are you dating him? Oh, mijo, why you have a morena here? You know what I'm saying? Or, or go, you know, say stupid shit. Cut off negative people who aren't on code. Now, some people are easy to cut off, like your friends, associates, some family members. Remember that negativity eats at you. Have you guys ever found yourself around somebody 
was just mentally draining and you like god damn every time i'm around this bitch she's just mentally draining i just come out exhausted that's negativity that's taking away from your aura and your essence you shouldn't allow that have you ever met a person that whenever you're around them you just get angry for no reason because you're feeding off of them that's negativity especially someone that isn't on code oh nah somebody that isn't constructive in their community wants to victimize other victims of white supremacy wants to use white supremacist ideology on other victims of white supremacy and wants to throw people under the bus and si and using white folks to side with them oh yeah you gotta cut them off family member or non-family member it doesn't matter you know what i'm saying cutting off negative people who are our code that's what you gotta do number seven everyone doesn't need to be saved number seven is another addition from number six meaning you don't have to put everybody on code everybody doesn't need to do all that there's a there's people that would be victims and they will stay victims there's some people who will be coons they will stay coons you don't need to you don't need to save them that's not your job that's definitely sure ain't my job when i started this shit, i started it with latin unity and black empowerment i'm not here to save antonio batista he'll figure it out on his own time and once he does i'm still not gonna side with the motherfucker you figured out way too late i'm sorry we're not here to save everybody whoever wants to be educated and stay on code you can rock with us who's not you stay over there i'm telling you black and latin people we have big numbers we have big numbers. if you ever look at our world map there's nothing about black and brown let's keep it real you know what i'm saying so we should not be wanting to save everybody you know everyone doesn't need to be saved number eight not engaging in dusty behavior now what does that mean not engaging in dusty behavior snitching on other people it uh, number eight is basically a combination of all of them but it's more of a street lingo not snitching on people not doing things that's not constructive in your community like selling drugs shooting doing whatever it's dumb shit not starting fights for no reason using your money constructively to build it up not just getting money or going and rob something or someone and you know stealing someone's phone just to get 16 dollars out of it not engaging in dusty behavior that's dusty behavior that's dusty behavior those are the people who aren't on code those are negative people that you need to cut off. You know what I mean? Number nine, no fighting among victims of white supremacy. I'm sorry, my people. I'm sorry, my people, but a lot of us like to fight amongst each other. A lot of us love and they love to fight amongst each other they will fight amongst one another way faster 
then they will fight a white supremacist. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen certain people stab their own brother in the back way faster over a girl way faster than a white cop shoots one of their family members in the face and they will forgive them real quick. We are more harmful to one another than we are harmful to the real people who are harming us. That's number nine. No infighting. No infighting among victims of white supremacy. We are victims of white supremacy. We shouldn't be fighting amongst each other. Listen, I am, I am completely, completely, completely adhered to this. Most of my debates, most of, I only debated one person on this channel who is white. She was Jewish. Everyone else, Latino, 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 Latino. Are you serious? I'm, 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 listen, I, I'm guilty of this myself. I'm guilty of this myself. But that's something that I and we all have to work on. And these, these are codes that we got to live by. You know what I'm saying? These are codes we got to live by. Number 10, combating white supremacist behavior from people around us. What does that mean? What does number 10 mean? It means checking people with white supremacist behavior, ideology, and rhetoric from around us, either from white people or from our own people. Why you think I always went at Antonio for? I did it just because I wanted the views? Hell no. I don't need the views like that. I didn't get on YouTube just for views. You can miss me with all that bullshit. I'm good. I went at Antonio because I stay on code. I stay on code every other day, every day, every other day, whatever you want to say it, but I stay on code. We have to combat white supremacist behavior from people around us. That's something that's something that we need to do. And that's something that I always did. One of my brothers t says, oh, don't do that. That's some, you know, more than those do that shit. Nah, uh, uh, hey, 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 we don't do that around here. No, we don't do that around here, Poppy. Chill out with that. White person around me goes, like, oh, these black bitches and these. Whoa. Come nah, we're not doing that right now. What is wrong with you? You don't talk like that around me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you guys a story. I said the story before I used to work with this white guy, right? Mind you, this job, he was the only white boy there. And I had a feeling like he felt like he decided needed to be a little bit higher than that. Right. And this white boy, mind you, all the, all the people around him are black and Latin, right? This white boy became really cool with me, right? Yeah, he's a little geeky dude. He's a little weird, whatever. He has a long beard. He looks like one of the Duck Dynasty guys, right? But one day, me and him were talking, and he decided to get real bold and 
I forgot what we were talking about, but he he repeated. He basically mocked me on how I, my response would be from this hypothetical situation. And he said, oh, I bet you you respond like this. Blah, 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 blah. And then he says the N word. But he said that loud enough so I could hear. But low enough that he wouldn't be get caught saying it. And I stopped and I was like, yo, I'm at my job. Should I? Nah, hell no. Hold up. Bro, did you just use the N word? No, I just repeated what you would say. No, 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 bro. Did you just use the N word? Uh, but you use it all the time. I'm not saying if I use it all the time. Did you just use the N word? You know I'm not with that, bro. You know I'm not with that. And I checked him on that shit. It got awkward. I didn't give a fuck. I checked him on that. And then, you know, he left because it got awkward. He left and that's about it. I checked him on that. That's what we need to abide by. That's what staying on code means. Mind you, this list, I, I came up with this list less than five minutes. Every Everything from this list interacts with each one of us. And that's exactly what we need to do. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what we need to abide by. Staying on code. Mi gente, mi familia, that's what we got to do. We got to stay on code. You know what I'm saying? That's been the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed everything I said. Remember, I have an Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to be doing live streams every Saturday. So don't you guys miss it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all my family. Go check it out. And I'm going to check you guys later. <laughs> Peace.